Painter Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin here on a rainy Friday morning. Uh, absolutely spectacular. It's been raining for a while. I mean, big, big storm uh, late last night into the morning, uh, and it's still going on. We'll take every last bit of it as the water situation. It's going to be very interesting uh, what I find out next week. I'll be gone Wednesday, Thursday, or yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next week. But I'm going to be up uh, at Lake Powell. I'll be at Glen Canyon Dam as well. Uh, and we'll be talking to some people about exactly uh, what, what they know. See if we can find out uh, the situation. A water emergency is going to go into effect uh, that greatly affects Arizona for next year. So, you know, there's you know, things you never think about, right? This water contract that uh, I want to say it's seven states plus Mexico are all a part of and and I know in, in this round that's that's coming Arizona is going to take the the brunt of of the next one we're going to lose 25 percent of the water from the Colorado River I already know I already know uh, that reservoirs in Wyoming and Colorado along with a reservoir in the Navajo Nation are now releasing water to try to keep Lake Powell and, and, and spe- more specifically the power at Glen Canyon Dam uh, running. Because uh, once, you know, and, and for all the hydro plants out there, if the water level gets too low, the, the turbines won't work and you can't produce the power. Uh, the Hoover Dam's already down to 75% of capacity because of water level issues. Uh, Glen Canyon uh, is, I think the turbines are a little older there, so they, they're a little more susceptible to water issues. But that'll be next week. I'll keep you updated uh, on all of that stuff. It should be very, very interesting uh, as we watch this play out. But, hey, great news today. Matter of fact, it's actually rained a lot here for us. Uh, in July, so we'll take it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We had the Silver Eagle Eagle Spectacular. We are sold out. Uh, we sold out uh, early this morning, uh, and now we're back to uh, very, very, very competitive price. Uh, but uh, we we no longer are able to uh, offer the price that we had. Uh, for the last couple of days, uh, but that's how it is. That's just how it goes, especially in the silver markets. But here's the good news: you never know who's going to call me tomorrow, right? You never know who's going to call me tomorrow. But uh, congratulations to those of you that were able to take advantage of it. Uh, I apologize for those of you that were hoping. Uh, I actually did. I I thought we were going to, you know, we had a dozen cases. That's a lot of silver. Uh, but uh, I thought maybe we would. We, I thought we'd run out today at some point, but we'd get it, you know, get at least through this show. Uh, just didn't happen that way. Uh, but like I said, you never know who's going to call us next, and we will provide the best deals that we possibly can. Uh, I just want to talk about our CBD products for a minute. I know some of you hate it, but it, it's a it's a necessary evil. 
because it's fantastic products. Uh, you know, we've got the new bath salt. I've talked a lot about it. We've got a $10 off coupon on that item. Uh, if you put the, if you order the bath salt, uh, you're going to put bath in the promo code. You're going you're gonna to get $10 off on that item. I, I, I sample pretty much all the products. Because, you know, if I'm going to talk about it and, and, and whatnot, I want to... I want to know that it works. So the the bath salt, I got it first, and I brought it home, and I, I used you know I took a bath, which I'm, I'm a more of a shower guy. My wife's more of a bath person, and it was very cool. And what I mean by that is. I mean, it was real. It was very relaxing. I will say that. And I'm not a guy. I don't like to sit in there, you know, and get your fingers get all wrinkled up and all that. It's just I don't know. It's not not what I normally do. I was in there. I didn't want to get out. The water started getting cold. But so I, you know, I I tried it, and my my wife, you know, she she loves it. But then a, a week went by. And I was just, you know, I, I played around at golf, and I was, you know, tight and whatnot. And I said, ah, I'm going to do it again. And for the last three weeks, once a week, I, I've, I've kind of soaked. Man, it's just great. I mean, it, I, I still take my 3,000 milligram tincture every day, but it, it's, it's very, I don't know how it works. I don't care how it works. All as I know is uh, after I get out, I feel better. Uh, I'm relaxed. Uh, you know, it, and it's actually, it, it's been enhancing. So I'm using it as an enhancer. So if that, it, it smells really good too, by the way. It's like a lemony scent. Uh, but but anyhow, there's my spiel on it. 1360 KHNC, hit the shopping cart button, uh, support the radio station. Well, you're doing it. Uh, I know the people at MyCon, they're the best. Uh, we're going to have another product coming. This one I probably won't use because it's like a, it's a, it's a woman's product. Uh, revitalizing cream or something like that. That's coming up next, probably in the next couple of weeks. So uh, we'll keep you updated. we got a great show here on a rainy Friday. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour here on this Friday. Uh, everyone, have a great weekend. We're going to, if it doesn't rain, got a round of golf, uh, the men's club this weekend, I'm, I'm, uh, and then I'm, I'm heading out of town. So we'll get a few more shows in before, before then. Monday, Monday, I will be on Jacked Up. Uh, for those of you that... Uh, uh, that's the show that is before the Patriot Radio News Hour. So if you Arizona folks want to jump over to 1360 an hour before the show, I'll be on Jacked Up with Jason. Uh, we had a lot of fun last week. I hope to uh, bring a lot, of, a lot of humor to that show on Monday. So stay tuned for that. Housing. Something we, we, we've talked about it, haven't talked about it. We know... Record prices, you know, yesterday existing home sales, uh, new all-time record high prices. Matter of fact, 
up 25% in a year. That's that's blows out the housing bubble. But there's this moratorium on housing where you didn't have to pay your mortgage. Matter of fact, this is, you know, we're not the smartest. We're not the smartest. Um, and I think most Americans, you know, they, they want to honor their word. You know, when, when we sign a contract, right, we, we want to honor it. You know, when you order from us here at Patriot, we take your word. Right? And, 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 and vice versa, you're taking my word. You know, right? You're, you're, hey, I'm buying gold today at this price, and, and this is how much I'm going to give you, and, this is, and you're going to deliver me the gold. That's how it works. You could have not paid your mortgage and or your rent for that matter for 18 months. Now, here's what's surprising. Maybe it's not that surprising. Most people don't even know how many mortgages are there. There's about 53 million. Okay, so when you think about all the the homes in the United States. And this includes, you know, the condos and the townhouses, you know, if it's if it's something where you can own it. Fifty three million mortgages in the country. If we were really financially savvy people and we only cared about that. We'd have 53 million people not paid, right? But they don't want you to, you know, get into that habit. That's supposed to end next week. And by all accounts, it looks like that may happen. Now, remember, it was supposed to end last month, and then at the last minute they said, well, we'll give you one more month. As of right now, there are 1.55 million homes that are seriously delinquent. Okay, to, to get into that category, you have to go at least three months without making a payment. Three months or more. So 1.55 million, which represents about 3% of all the mortgages out there. The housing crash, by the way, it, that was about a million homes. So this one's actually a little bigger, 1.55 million. That could end up in the foreclosure process in a little over a week. And, 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 of course, you know, one of the things is people say, hey, there's no homes out there. Well, I, I know where 1.5 million of them are. <laughs> but now they're worried. Now the Biden administration is like, you know what? Well, that's, we can't risk it. So they're saying that they're trying to make changes. I don't know how they're going to do it. But they talking about the Biden administration, the government to reduce monthly payments for borrowers 
by 25%. So let me get this right. You didn't have to pay for 18 months. Now, granted, some of them that didn't have, you know, didn't have to, they lost their job for no reason. I have sympathy for that. But now, now you're saying, well, wait a minute, if you didn't make your payments, because, you know, you think about it, there's, there's 51 and change, 51 and a half million other mortgages that people paid. But if you didn't pay, we're going to reduce your mortgage by 25%. And the vast majority of these homes are with Fannie and Freddie, the, the two government entities. And they also happen to be, where, where, where don't we have any, we don't have any cheap houses. So these, these would probably, I would say the vast majority of these houses, that, well, because the Fannie and Freddie guidelines, they're, they're under 500 grand. But this is, again, this is the government rewarding failure again. Why do they get to pay 25% less? Why don't I get to pay 20 I kept making the payments, right? And 51 million others did. But when does it end? At what point? And this is, it, it, it's almost like the government is trying to ensure that you become completely dependent upon them. And, and we'll reward, and I say it all the time, we reward failure like no other in this country. And, and I, again, I don't know how this is going to work, but they're saying that, uh, that the Biden administration is trying to do something with Fannie and Freddie to reduce the people who have not been paying their mortgage by 25%. I've heard nothing about renters. So the last number we saw on renters, one in four to one in five renters are seriously delinquent. And now today the number 1.55 million homes, 1,550,000 homes are seriously delinquent and will start the foreclosure process. And I'll tell you this right now, the banks would probably love it. Because the banks are like, hey, prices just rose 25%. Right? Yeah, let's kick them out. We'll put the for sale side on it, make a bunch of money. I wonder if the prices will hold. You know, everybody's saying that the housing market's slowing. I don't know. You know, existing home sales, uh, the number yesterday, they, they sold more than last month, but they, they revised last month way down again, so... Uh, we'll see. My guess is this number is going to get revised, and, and existing home sales will have fallen for six straight months. You know, prices at all-time record highs, uh, but very interesting. But, again, what concerns me more, think about all the things that, that they've done. We, we, we sent out all these checks. Now 65 million people are getting 250 to $300 a month per kid. Now they're saying, well, you know what, if you haven't been paying, maybe we can allow you to pay less. I don't know how that works. And, and at what point, 
do the rest of us say, you know what, screw that. Right? I mean, really, the, the next go around, right, the other 51 million is just say, you know what, we're not paying. What are they going to do, kick us all out? It's a slippery slope. Uh, it, it, it really is, and it's why we're in this mess to begin with. I mean, when you think about uh, all the things that are happening and people wonder why inflation's doing what it's doing, you cannot print money out of thin air and have prosperity. You cannot reward failure and expect prosperity. And again, it cheapens everything, doesn't it? Just cheapens it. And this is what we're struggling with. And now uh, I've been telling you about, all, you know, and I've been going through the CEO after CEO of all these companies that that are saying that they're ra- raising prices and going to be raising prices. Here's the latest. Grocery store chains. Uh, CEO John Canson made us, and I probably butchered his name said that at the supermarket, consumer goods are going to rise very, very quickly between now and the end of the year. Food prices are high and getting higher, he said. We expect even more increases by October. We have to pass... These extra costs onto our consumers, or you're not doing your duty to God, your country, your employees, and your and your company. Right. So think about what he just said. We have to pass these on. Otherwise, we're not doing your duty to God. He invokes God in this. Your country. Your employees. And your company. Kind of giving the, the hey, listen, it's not our fault. We have to do it. Because if I don't raise my prices, I go out of business. Right? Or, right, I'm going to get fired, right? Where the employees are going to lose their jobs. He says that, well, he can't know for certain. Rising costs could mean an astounding 10 to 14% increase in grocery prices by October. Where's the transitory in that? But don't worry, because the Federal Reserve isn't too worried about it. Because, remember, it was Alan Greenspan that did this one. Well... If the price of beef becomes too expensive, they'll just buy chicken. And if the price of chicken is too expensive, they'll just buy pork. And if the price of pork is too expensive, well, they'll just buy bologna, you know. So therefore, there's really not inflation. And I only bring it up 10 to 14%. We had John Williams on our website the other day. And that's why you got to go out to All-American Gold. And I probably don't talk about it enough uh, because we, there's so much there for you to understand. He has made a career out of providing 
real inflation data, and he he's he's got all the models and formulas from the seventies and the eighties, all the way up through really about till about nineteen ninety two or so, and then all of a sudden they just started changing everything. He said inflation was running at thirteen and a half percent. Now the CEO of one of America's biggest grocery chains says by October specific increases in grocery store prices from 10 to 14 percent and this is this is just what's happening and you have the Biden administration. Remember his press conference? I don't know if anyone saw this town hall. Telling, telling employers, hey, you need to pay people more money. And then we need to spend a lot more money. And then inflation will go down. 800 uh, as we're watching and, and you're, you're thinking about uh, the CEOs at supermarkets. You know, we were talk- we talked at the beginning of the show about water. Huge effect on crops in the West. Coffee. Just right at an all-time high this morning. Apparently bad weather in Brazil. Where most of the coffee comes from. Uh, futures exploded. They're up 23.5%. Wow. Since Tuesday. Go get your Folgers now. Uh, because, you know, you don't recover from those things. And I think when you're when the CEO is talking and he's saying by October. Because... The harvest comes in, right? And everybody knows, listen, it's going to be skinny. So my, my guess is we're going to see, uh, you know, if he's saying 10 to 14%, obviously not every item, right? But, but what are we going to see? We're probably going to see like coffee, all right? Are certain items going to be up 25 30%? I just, again, it's really simple. They took the money supply and they multiplied it four times. They raised the money supply by almost 400% in a year. Now they want to tell us, oh, don't worry, it won't cause inflation. Of course it will. You know, and then they'll argue, well, you know, all, not all of it was, you know, money being spent. You know, look, we, we got a balance sheet that's now approaching $9 trillion. Well, it's actually at 8 point, I think it's $8.3 trillion right now. The Fed, the, that's the Fed's balance sheet. And they're saying, well, you know, that really doesn't cause inflation because it's not really going out into the economy. You know, it just sits on our balance sheet, and you know, we just uh, lower lower all these interest. It absolutely is going into the economy. That's nonsense. You have 
Fed funds rate near zero. Then you buy down interest rates to create. We have a stock market bubble. We have a housing bubble. We got a bond market bubble because of these things. And those things absolutely go out into the economy. And they'll say we didn't see it coming. And we're only, you know, if we hadn't done this, right, well, the, the, it would have been horrible, right? That's they're always their argument. But you know what ends up happening every time? Every time. Is the middle class shrinks and more people become dependent. I mean, there's, why are the deficits blowing out? Why are they? Well, there's always a crisis. Right? There's always the next crisis, and we got to just throw money at people. And what ends up happening is people figure out a way to get by on whatever it is they're getting for nothing. And now they they just threw it all out the window and blew it all up. And now they're trying to tell you that somehow all the laws of economics don't apply. And we're really not putting it all out there. Sure they are. Sure they are. And now CEOs of major grocery store chains are telling you, listen, remember what I, and I say this all the time about inflation, inflation's a tax, period. It's a tax put onto us by the central bank. It's a great way to control, isn't it? Just like the vaccine. Right? Another way to control us. And whether you're for it or against it, it really doesn't matter. And they ratchet up. Right now, anybody uh, that doesn't get vaccinated, we got the vac shaming going on. And I've said it all. I said it from the very beginning. Everybody's getting vaccinated. Mark my words. Whether you like it or not. Right? It's going to be the measles, the smallpox, and all that stuff. And it's just, it's just going to be. And it's the same with this. It's a great way to control. Right, but listen, we're, we gave you, why do you think they gave people with kids all this 250 to $300 a month? Why do you think? You think they didn't know what's going to happen at the supermarket? What's already happening? And now we're saying, hey, 10 to 14, and again, I cringe at 10 to 14, because what really, what will it be? Right? Let's, let's, let's take all, you didn't pay your mortgage, oh, let's see if we can lower your payment by 25%. Incredible. It's just incredible. And this is why, though, this is why you put gold away, because, you know what, I can't stop them. I can't stop Jay Powell. I can't stop the federal government. I can't, you know, unfortunately, like I said, I think we've got a perfect storm. We've got a very weak central banker. Did you see all the articles uh, out after the J.P. Morgan yesterday said uh, Jay Powell's job's in jeopardy, that they want someone even farther left. 
you know, socialism is here in America. Uh, capitalism is slowly dying. And, and really, unfortunately, when we get this digital currency, that is the ultimate control for the central banker. I would imagine we'll be left with, I don't know, probably a couple hundred banks, if that, because there's no need for Central bank can can uh, just decide uh, because as soon as gover- the government says, "Hey, we want to give everybody a thousand dollars," boom, click of a button, there it is, boop, boop, or bing. Right, that's my that's my phone sound. Bing, get a text. Federal Reserve just deposited a thousand more credits. How long do you think you can we can do that? I mean, really? How long? Take the radio news down right. Bing! I want a thousand more dollars. Bing! We just lowered your mortgage twenty-five percent. Bing! We just sent the money for your kid. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour. So we're talking about stuff here at home. What's the what's the rest of the world thinking? And and what I what I mean by that is where do they want to put their money? There is a company in London. They they collect this data. And they contact all the countries and say, hey, tell us about your currency reserves. In other words, uh, where are you keeping your money? Are you keeping it in dollars, euros, pound, sterling, right, yen? What, what is it? Two years ago, less than 5% of these countries said that they were going to add renminbis to their reserves. Now remember, up until 2016, there wasn't any renminbis in reserve. Last year, it went to 10%. Okay, and I'm like, okay, still, you know, all right. It's not horrible. I, you know, that, that that's still a lot of hope. They just released the results of this year's numbers on Wednesday. It's called the Global Public Investor Survey, in case you wanted to know. And like I said, it tracks what countries plan to do with their currency reserves. A record number of central banks now say they are going to be adding Renembi to their holdings in the next year. That number, remember, less than 5%. Last year was 10%. This year, 30% of countries now are going to be adding Renembi to their holdings. They're saying that it comes... 
because of the Western governments, uh, well, doing what we're doing, right? They're watching. They're like, man, look at the debt. Look at how much it is, and, and look how unstable it is. Right? And China's currency, I, I hate to say it, but it's been pretty stable. The Renembi's rise will almost certainly be a global trend. They said Africa is an example. The Renembi is becoming one of the main players. And that's how you get your foothold in the door, right? An eye-catching finding shows 75% of central banks have now, th- now think monetary po- policy is having an excessive influence in financial markets. It means, okay, <laughs> yeah, bubble, bubble. Twenty percent of the central banks in this same survey said they plan to reduce their holdings of U.S. dollars. So 30% that in Renimbi, 20% saying, hey, we're gonna we're gonna reduce our dollar holdings, right? Probably my guess is to do what? To add Renimbis. 18% said they plan to reduce their euro holdings. The report showed that 59% of central banks would be willing to use more than 30% of their reserves in the event of a serious currency shock. And they said, and also in this survey, pension funds. 45% of the world's pension funds now hold gold. Last year's survey, 30%. Kind of interesting. It estimates that the central bank's sovereign wealth funds and and public pension funds combined for about $42 trillion. It's a lot, right? Think about uh, take our national debt and the Fed Reserve's balance sheet. We're almost about the same. They said that central banks hold about fifteen trillion of the forty-two trillion, and I, I just find it very interesting that this is exactly what I told you was going to happen. It's going to be very gradual at first, but as the world turns away from debt and instability. And inflation, they're going to find something else. We already know how much we do it all the time. Every quarter, countries continually adding to their gold reserves. Now, almost half of all the world's pension funds have some gold holdings. 30% of all central banks say we're going to be adding. Renembis. Right. More power, more clout on the world stage from the Chinese. And, I, and I've said it all along. Listen, they don't want to be number two. 
China wants to win. And if we don't start doing something really drastically here to get our financial house in order, it's exactly what's going to happen. We've already got their electric Renembi already. Patriotto News Hour, right? Final segment coming up. 800 Gold's down two. Silver's down a dime. Uh, Wall Street's up a couple hundred points. I think I think maybe a new record high. How about this? Well, I got one more one more stat for you. Percentage of children earning more than their parents. In 1940, the number was like 95%. And 95% of kids earned more than their parents. Uh, we we are now are at a new all-time low. And I'm sorry, not 95, it was 92%. I apologize, 92% in 1940. Uh, we just broke through 50 percent 2021 percentage of children earning more than their parents less than half less than half i think that's going to change but not for a good reason right inflation is coming wages are going to start skyrocketing uh it's just going to happen it's just what it is Uh, make sure you're protected get your gold put away Understand, listen, I know it, and it's, you know, we know it's nonsense that gold and silver are this low with the, the with demand. It will adjust, and it always does, and it always is quick. Uh, that's why you take these, these uh, I'll call them lulls, where they try to pretend that the central bank is knows what they're doing. They don't. And when they all find out that they don't, they all go rushing in again. Uh, the Silver Eagles, we, we've sold out. I apologize. We, we And I knew it was going to happen. It's just too good of a price. Uh, here's what I got. The best two items I've got today. $20 Liberties. $20 Liberties, and they are at 2095 so below $2,100. Uh, and then on the silver side, the Silver Rounds. Silver rounds. I've got about forty rolls of the, the silver rounds left. They're at six hundred and thirty dollars a roll. So you're so in a roll, that's a hundred dollars less than silver eagles right now. Right now, uh, I, I can get silver again, but you got to pay the seven hundred and thirty dollars today. So that's a hundred dollars a roll. You know, that's five dollars an ounce less pretty good and let me tell you 730 is really competitive right a lot of places you, you're buying silver eagles i mean they're they're 800 bucks so i've got 40 rounds uh 40 rolls of rounds and these are fresh these are newly minted ones so they're really really crisp uh really good looking here 630 dollars on those and then of course on the gold side u.s 20 dollar gold pieces uh, at 2,095, these are uh, 1866 to 1907. And of course, you don't hear we like the old ones because it's the most private way to buy gold. 
with with old gold you can buy it you can sell it you can trade it you don't have to give out your social security number uh the other great thing is the government considers them to be a collectible they do versus bullion and you're like well what does that matter for well the last time they confiscated gold the only gold you could keep were collectible coins that was it I'm kind of looking at things here, and we better have some gold back behind this digital dollar. That's all I'm saying. Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. Drive safe out here in the wet weather here in Arizona. Have a great weekend, Uh, and I'll be back on Monday for Jacked Up and the Patriot Radio News Hour. Take care.